Edmond Elder Library, and I trust you all are enjoying your September. The weather's getting cooler, and it's just, um, it seems like just the, the perfect time of year to um, get some things done, to, uh, to finish some stuff that we had on our um, to-do list for the year, because, um, I don't know how it's already September, and the 8th. Today marks a whole year um, of the date of the funeral for my husband. Uh, it was at two two o'clock in the afternoon, which I'm going to go back and look because I'm thinking that we got married at two o'clock on a Saturday, July twenty third. Two o'clock. There's something about that. I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I think I think it was. Um, <laughs> you think you don't remember that? Why, we don't retain. At least I don't. I don't retain times. Anyway, um, I'm going to start this book. Over 10 million power of a praying books sold. So there's more than just this one. I got The Power of a Praying Husband by Stormy O'Martian. This the published Harvest House Publishers from Eugene, Oregon. This book is dedicated to my husband, Michael, who, who's... Every prayer for me I have is appreciated and benefited from far more than words can describe. So this podcast is dedicated to my husband, Timothy Mark Peter, whose every prayer is still before the throne for me. And I told you guys that I'm going to start, I'm going to share some of the prayers with him. I didn't bring the one, I read it this morning when I wrote my song. When I wake up every morning, I write a song or poem or whatever God lays on my heart. And my husband in 2013 was getting ready to go to work and he always come in and kiss me goodbye but for some reason this one night I guess I was in a deep sleep and he didn't want to wake me up and um, he wrote a little uh, he said a prayer over me and he typed it out on Facebook and I found it and I printed it out the other day and just, just prayed over me and I know thank God let me find that again because it brings me so much peace and comfort and I have other prayers too that he prayed that I will share. But like I said, not not today. We just today we're just going to touch a little bit on this. What this book's going to be about. What this ne- podcast over the next however long it takes to get through here. Um, the acknowledgement page. Um, I'm going to skip that. And then um, Proverbs eighteen twenty two says, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord." Something I was going to read. Maybe I was going to read that acknowledgement. I don't know. But Stormy or Martin is the best-selling author of *The Power of Praying* books. More than 10 million copies sold worldwide. Stormy, just enough light for the step I'm on, and prayer that changes everything. Stormy and her husband Michael have been married for 32 years and have three grown children. At the time that this was written, and I'm not sure what. So if they are um, still both alive and, and married, then they add that many more years. To, um, it, the book just is brand new, so I don't know that there's a there's an envelope in on page 55, and my husband has like a whole list of books that he has written on there. 
and um, this one's not listed. I guess he wrote them down when he finished. So I believe he was reading this book. Maybe it's called chapter three. Okay, we'll go back and read a word from Michael. This is her husband. Let's face it. Men, by the time we marry, we bring many years of experiences, habits, personality traits, memories, preconceived, preconceived notions, and personal ambitions with us into the marriage. Suddenly, we are joined for a lifetime with a mate who has also brought many years of experiences, habits, personality traits, memories, preconceived notions, and personal ambitions into the marriage with her. We are faced with the need to communicate, compromise, submit to one another, and be unselfish. A tall order to be sure. Either God has a tremendous sense of humor or a desire to keep us continually growing. Probably both. God intends each of our marriages to be a way for us to be totally fulfilled, but we have to live as an example of Christ's love for us. That's why a man's communication with his wife is dependent upon his communication with the Father. Praying specifically for our wives is a powerful thing. God is always listening. He considers every word. Yes, the God of all creation has his ear inclined toward us. And in him, we have the opportunity to defuse bombs the enemy has planted that are said to destroy what God has joined together. Are there things about our wives we would like to see changed? Praying for those changes invites God to do great things in our lives. Without prayer, the success of our marriages depends upon our own wisdom and effort. But what a resource for success awaits us when we pray. We see not only answers to our prayers for our wives, but things happen in us as well. Throughout my marriage to Stormy, I have witnessed miraculous answers to prayer. Everything from seeing bondage from her damaged past, broke, her damaged past broken in her, to the saving of her life in a medical emergency, to the flourishing of her ministry as an author. The more I understand how my wife benefits directly from my prayers for her, the more I understand how God uses those prayers to build my faith and how he changes and blesses me in the process. It is with this confidence in God's answering the prayers of a husband for a wife that I recommend this book to you, and I know you will enjoy it because I have been praying for my wife as she writes it. Michael Omartian. I wish I knew how to say the last name. O-M-A-R-T-I-A-N. O-Martin. If it's um, if it's O-Martin, there's not a, con- you know, apostrophe like most O's. A lot of O's have. But anyway, um, I'll be reading some of this to you, reading some of this and then commenting on it. But I also, I do know that um, what God joins together, let no man put asunder. I know, I know death, death cannot even separate the love and the, the marriage of my husband and I. I know a lot of people say till death do us part and that may be true for some people. But my husband and I had a ministry and I know that I'm to carry it on. I know I'm to keep on going and part of it is writing his book and sharing his prayers and sharing his song. Yes, I write a song or poem every day and my husband only wrote a few songs that I know of. I I, I, I know of two right off. Uh, well, actually, I, I guess I know about four. But one I share every week. Lord, I praise you in the midnight hour. Lord, I praise you when I don't understand. Lord, I praise you in the midnight hour. Every promise in the Lord is true. Lord, I praise you walking through a valley. Lord, I praise you trusting in your unseen hand. Lord, I praise you walking through my valley. I am trusting in your nail-starred hand. Lord, I praise you up the rocky mountain. Lord, I praise you for your strength abides in me. 
Lord, I praise you, Lord, my Rocky Mountain. You have led me to the promised land. Now, that there, you know, um, it's very repetitious. Of the fact, Lord, I praise you, but that's the thing. We are to praise the Lord each and every day, no matter what we go through. And prayer is a part of praise. Prayer is a part of our praise. We pray. We pray to Him and we praise Him because He does order our steps. He does have a perfect plan for our life. And He loves us. He loves us unconditionally. But yet, when we do what He wants us to do, when we're in His will and way and we yield to Him and surrender, that's when we find that life and that more abundantly. That's when we find peace. Yes, as I'm grieving the loss of my husband, and the fact that he'll never come, that will never happen. I lost my chauffeur. <laughs> I lost my chauffeur. He was the driver when we went on trips, and I'd sit and sew or sleep, or um, and then of course we stopped off and then uh, ate <laughs> at the restaurant, at different restaurants, and he was my companion. He's my friend, and I missed that. And yes, of course, I could still go places, and I will probably eventually, but. Um, he was more than just that, of course. <laughs> but um, I miss him. I miss my husband. But if he was alive, he'd be at work. And I say that a lot. Um, that was our schedule. He was. He worked a lot. When he was home, we spent a couple hours together. Then he had to go sleep because he had to get up and go to work again that night. Um, if you are a man and listening to me, and if you have a choice, if you have a choice, don't work me late to eight. Don't, don't work the night time uh, away from your wife if you have a choice. My husband chose that years ago because it just seemed like the right thing to do. Plus, he, he make a little bit more money. And, um, and he did what he felt he needed to do. And um, I don't fault him for that except for the fact we were like ship passing in the night. We were like ship passing in the night, and that's the part I don't like. But yet, but yet. We were a team. Yet, we have great memories. I have great memories because of him. Being married to him. The things that we, the places we went, the things we did, the little tokens of love he bought me. I've read to you before little mementos I have on my walls. And little trinkets he bought me. Um, a heart with our names inscribed in our birthstones. A little pendant. Um, just little um, plaques and little pictures and things. I have those memories. songs we sang. One of the songs that we sang is bind us together. Bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. Bind us together, Lord. Bind us together with love. And I still feel that love, that binds of love. And I thank God for that. So as we'll go through this book, but I'm not going to, like I said, I haven't even read any of it. Normally what I do is read some and then, and then I'll um, share some of the thoughts with you. We'll start doing that. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you for your prayers for me. Bye-bye.